I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. Joining me today for Delaware State of the Arts is Elizabeth Keller, the Delaware Tourism Director. Welcome, Liz. Hey, thanks for having me. So glad to have you on the show. I can't believe we haven't done this uh, sooner, but there's been so much going on in the last several months with the arts and with tourism and the hospitality industry uh, having to adjust to COVID. I thought it would be a good time to uh, chat with you and also to uh, give you an opportunity to talk about a, a new trail as part of your series of trails of discovery. Let's first though, for our listeners, talk a little bit about the Delaware Tourism Office, what its, what its role is in uh, promoting Delaware, because it's pretty significant with the beaches and the arts and the, the cultural amenities. Yeah, so uh, first of all, thanks again for having us. We're, I'm excited to be with you. And uh, you know, the State Tourism Office, it, our main mission is to drive large volumes of visitation to the state uh, to provide economic impact. We hope that our visitors at least spend the night, uh, at least one night in our hotels and dine in our local restaurants, visit our, our um, museums, our galleries, etc. Um, and so to do that, we really focus on sales and marketing. Um, so we have about a seven person team for the state and uh, half of them work on marketing and half of them work on direct sales. And those sales are within the segments of sports. We recruit sporting events to come to the state and also group tours. So the people, um, like if you got on a Delaware Express bus and you went to New York to see a show. There are people who get on buses and, and come here. Um, that actually is a huge market for arts and hi historical venues. Um, and then on the marketing side, um, we are charged with promoting the state um, in a positive way. So over the years, we've created Endless Discoveries, which has performed really, really well in trying to move the needle on the awareness of Delaware. Um, so that's kind of our normal normal uh, pre-COVID responsibilities. So I'm assuming from the work that you do, I, I mean, I know in our case, uh, your work is extremely valuable, but you must have some other pretty important partners. I would think state parks and uh, historical and cultural affairs and some of the other state agencies that work with uh, the, basically the cultural assets of the state. Is that, is that accurate? Yeah, we, I, we're lucky in the sense of tourism hits a lot of different sectors. Um, so, uh, and, and now being within the Department of State and being with Division of Arts, with Division of Cultural Affairs and having cultivated a really great relationship with Delaware State Parks over the years, um, it, it's, it's, we have wonderful partnership in the state. And in addition to that, we have, you know, restaurants, craft beverage, um, local parks, the beaches, et cetera. There's a lot of different sectors that we touch and, and develop relationships um, with, and it's kind of tourism's a little bit all over the state. Now, now how do you work with the, uh, the uh, local convention and visitors bureaus? What's that relationship? So the, the, we have three local uh, county tourism offices as well as a lot of the, the chambers, specifically the beach area chambers, do a lot of tourism promotion. And so for, for the county tourism offices, um, they focus on some different sales segments than we do. So for example, meetings and conventions 
are a big area that they kind of dive into. Um, and then also helping move the, the local travelers as well while we focus on kind of a, a larger overall view. So your marketing, I would assume, is largely uh, out-of-state marketing. Is that fair to say? Yeah, actually, COVID was the first time we've ever advertised in-state um, in years. And, and so our demographic, the, the person who comes to the state of Delaware, um, is typically is a, obviously a drive-to destination, but they're typically coming from Philly, D.C., Baltimore, New York City, and then we actually, over the past five years, have seen consistent growth in travelers from Harrisburg and Pittsburgh areas, um, and these travelers are uh, tend to be um, highly educated, high-income travelers, um, and are tend to travel as a couple without children, which I always think is really interesting because we think of the beaches and all the kids, um, but actually the typical traveler is um, a couple traveling. I, I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I'm curious, do you have any kind of uh, statistics on out-of-staters coming to Delaware and, and how many of those are day travelers and how many stay overnight? Yeah, I... Um, I don't know the number offhand, but on, I can, on our website, we have an entire section in our industry section um, that breaks down the um, overnight visitor and the day visitor and actually their spend as well. Okay. Um, and, and so a lot of what we're seeing is probably in the past three or four years, day visitation um, was beating out overnight a little bit more. And just last year, we, we were able to switch that um that number uh so um, we had a great year last year um which is tough coming into this year yeah and i, and I know that's important for the local uh visitors bureaus because they they uh base some of their revenue on i believe hotel tax is that right yeah so both the us the state tourism office and um the county tourism offices and our beach preservation fund um, receives money from the state lodging tax. Mm -hmm. So when a, a visitor spends the night in the hotel, there's an 8% tax and we each receive a portion of that, which is why that overnight visitation is so important for us too. You, you alluded to, to COVID. Um, Mid-March, we were all kind of uh, hit pretty hard. I know, you know, from our work, the, the impact it has had on the arts sector. Talk a little bit about the tourism sector and sort of what you had to do to shift gears and what kind of impact that has had on tourism as well as the hospitality industry. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, as with every state, um, tourism and all of the sectors that make up tourism were some of the hardest hit in, in COVID. So from arts organizations to historical venues, to hotels, to the beaches, to dining, to craft beverage, sporting venues, everything that makes up tourism um, was hit during COVID. And so what we had to do is just try to, as the situation kept evolving, do the best we can to one, make sure the visitors know what's going on in the state, and two, uh, make sure the businesses and organizations um, know the guidance and, and ways to communicate with the visitors. And so, that sales and marketing team 
within 24 hours changed to a rapid response kind of intake team. And so those, those two, that sales team turned into calling every single business in our database um, consistently. So not just once, it was a consistent every other week calling and doing check-ins. Um, and we made it a point not to just email, but to verbally speak with everyone um, because we wanted to know what was happening on the front line. And we wanted to make sure that everyone was understanding the, the guidance in the best way possible. Um, and then on the visitor side, we had to completely change, um, you know, yeah, it's great. Delaware is here for you, but just not right now. <laughs> uh, I was come say, back well, there was a time there when Delaware was requiring out-of-staters to, uh, or was, was, I don't know if require is maybe too strong a word, but the expectation was out-of-staters would self-quarantine for 14 days. That's no longer in place, correct? It's no longer in place, uh, you know, as kind of the governor talks about in his press briefings, we keep getting caught up in these other quarantines from other states. Right, right. Um, and you can actually see, we know that our hotel bookings will go from 80 and sometimes 100% to 40% as soon as those quarantines happen. Um, so they, they do have a direct impact on, on what's happening with our uh, tourism economy. Now, what have you been hearing from the, uh, particularly the beach businesses, you know, the, everything from the retail to the, the hotels and restaurants? Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's, it's been difficult. Uh, I think the hardest part, the thing I keep hearing about is the quarantine from the other states um, right now in, in the current situation. Um, we're waiting to see the rest of the data for the end of the summer season mm -hmm. to really know the impact, um, but the last uh, two months, we were able to at least have some kind of economy going down there. Well, that's good. Well, I, I want to shift gears and look at some of the programs uh, and offerings that you do have, but let me first remind our listeners that you are tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Joining me today is the Delaware Tourism Director, Elizabeth Keller. Liz, looking at your website, which I don't think we've mentioned yet, it's uh, visitdelaware.com. Uh, you have just tons of information for both the out-of-state visitor, but also the in-state uh, person who wants to explore those endless discoveries of Delaware, everything from information about beaches and events and attractions, uh, both indoors and outdoors. You have history and heritage information. But I, I'm intrigued by your trails of discovery, your list of trails of discovery, because it's uh, a great way to feature Delaware, both in terms of places to go, but also the technology that you've uh, implemented for exploring these areas. Let's, uh, let's go through the trails of discovery a little bit and uh, then get to the new one that's uh, rolling out. Sure. Uh, so, you know, the trail idea really started um, several years ago under our, our, the director at that time, Linda Parkowski. And what we were seeing is travelers um, were becoming overwhelmed by all of the decisions to make. I don't know where to go. I don't, I don't know what places to visit. There's so many different things to see. 
And so creating a, a trail, which is not a physical trail, um, it's a kind of a guide of locations to visit mm -hmm. that in a way are kind of pre-vetted. Um, and then also offering, if you visit this many, we'll give you a prize has been very intriguing um, for the travelers. And so our most popular trail is Delaware on Tap, and that is the Beer, Wine, and Spirits Trail. And uh, that started um, as just uh, wine and ale locations that now have cideries, meaderies, distilleries, and it is now also a mobile application as well. So you can download it to your app and just check in to the locations. And as you check in, you're, you'll see your beer mug fill up. Mm -hmm. And once you visit so many, we send you um, your own uh, commemorative beer uh, glass as well. Um, that's the most popular. It's also one of our younger demographics that travel. Well, and I, looking at that uh, online this morning before we started chatting, I think there's, uh, there's certainly over 30 venues that you have on that app in a state that's only 30 miles wide and 90 miles long. I mean, that's, that's a pretty impressive list of wineries and breweries. And uh, Yeah, when we first started, I think it was seven or eight locations. Yeah. Um, and now I believe we're at 35. And yeah, we, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. We actually have, I believe, at least two that have opened during COVID. Um, so uh, what we do is we actually wait for a year uh, for them to be open and then they'll go on to the, the app um, because what we've noticed is if we come to them too soon, the business might not be ready for the visitation. Right. But I, I, I have personal experience with the younger demographic. Every time our children come to visit us from out of state, they typically hit a winery or a brewery or two. So... Yeah, they're each really unique. I, you know, uh, Brimminghorn Meadery in Milton is a Viking-themed meadery that uh, the the decor there is just really cool. And, and that's very different from Blue Earl uh, here in Smyrna, where I am, um, which is all about live music and, and just the feel of live entertainment. Um, and each of them have done really well during COVID as well to have outdoor locations and takeout and et cetera. Oh, well, and you mentioned something that's interesting is is the commingling of the beer and wine trail with, with the arts. I know certainly Dogfish Head has been very supportive of the arts, and I know several of those venues will on occasion have live performance going. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's great. Now you have a couple other trails, a history trail, I believe, an outdoor trail. What, what do they look like and, and you know, how, how were they put together? So our, our second most popular is the history trail followed by outdoor trail and then the culinary trail. So there, there's, those are the four main ones. So Delaware on Tap, History, uh, Outdoor and Culinary. Um, each of the trails were developed with kind of a, a subject matter expert. So the History Trail, all of the locations were actually selected by Russ McCabe okay. years ago. Um, and, and he uh, was with the state for quite a while with, was he with the archives or? He was the state historian. That was it, state historian, right. Yep. Um, and then Outdoor Trail was uh, created in conjunction with not only Denrac, but also Deldot, because we created new bike routes for that right. as well. Um, and then Culinary was created um, with uh, uh, Pam George as well. Um, who, who is a local foodie expert. Right, right. 
Um, so each one, it follows a similar process. You download a passport. Once you get to the location, there's a sign with a code. You write the code down, you send the passport back to us and we send you a prize. And each trail has a different prize. And your most recent trail, which is, uh, we're recording before it officially opens, but when this airs, it will have opened, your street art trail. Let's uh, spend the last uh, five minutes or so that we have on that. How, how was that conceived? How is it put together? And what does it look like? So we're really excited about, about this one. It's um, the Delaware Discoveries Trail are nine locations throughout the state that um, we have placed interactive street art. So it's a, a piece of artwork that you can stand up against and it looks like you're a piece of the, the artwork. So um, we have butterfly wings. We have, um, uh, you can look like you're stand up paddling on a, a craft beer river at Miss Pillion Brewing. Um, it's, it's a super fun way to hopefully engage with um, a younger demographic or also a demographic that loves art. Um, each artist is very different in their style. Um, and so once you go and you, uh, you can go to DelawareDiscoveries.com to get all the information. Once you visit four of those nine locations and send us your photos, the prize for this trail is a do-it-yourself paint pour kit um, that has been created by Developing Artist Collaboration down in Dewey. Um, so everyone loves a good home kit now. Uh, mm -hmm. So you can kind of make your own artwork at home as well. Uh, but the idea came from um, an, an artist, um, Kelsey Montague, who painted angel wings in Nashville. And these have become huge. And people wait in line for an hour just to have their picture with these wings. And so uh, we actually had the opportunity. Kelsey came here. She painted two of our pieces. And so we do have our own set of wings now in Bombay Hook um, that, that people can go enjoy. So how did you find the artists to do the street art? So we did two things. One is we held a contest um, of which the winner who was selected, he painted the Cape May Lewis Ferry location. And then the second thing is we worked with developing artists collaboration since we're not, we're not artists. Uh, we needed to go to an expert like we did with the other trails. And so we worked with Leah and her team there uh, on finding local artists um, who could each put a different touch to each piece of art. Am I putting you on the spot if I ask you to list the nine locations? Um, Big Chill Beach Club, uh, Kate May Lewis Ferry, DE Turf, Bombay Hook, Miss Pillion River Brewing, the town of Wyoming, uh, Hagley Museum, Delaware Art Museum, and the Riverfront, which is actually on the, the children's museum or the nine. Okay, that's great. Now, um, so this is an opportunity for tourists or visitors to come and, and get a picture taken with this interactive art. Is, is this being replicated in other cities and towns across the country, this idea? So the, the interactive street art is in other locations, but the trail component has not been added to it. Okay. So we, we wanted to add that, that bonus um, of one, you know, for us letting us know that you're here enjoying it, but two, offering that prize um, to everyone as well. 
So we've, we've got a couple minutes left. What are just, what is your vision for Delaware coming out of this COVID period and, and the resurgence of tourism in some, I hate the term new normal, but in some new reality? Yeah, well, one of the most important things that we knew during the peak of COVID is the first step is to have locals feel comfortable exploring their own backyard. Um, so people who live in Wilmington exploring Trap Pond State mm -hmm. Park and people who live in, in Del Mar going and seeing a, a outdoor concert with, with the Grand at the riverfront. Um, just kind of feeling comfortable moving across your state uh, is the first step. And so we hope all the De all Delawareans come out and rediscover your state, rediscover what's in your own backyard. And then from there, right now, we're really focusing on, on the fall season and trying to take advantage of the weather as much as we can to help uh, hopefully keep outdoor dining and outdoor locations um, uh, increasing their businesses. Um, and then we'll, we'll see what winter brings us. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a challenge for all of us in the tourism, hospitality, uh, arts industries, how, how we can be uh, programmatically engaged and keep, keep our citizens benefiting in the resources that we have. Well, Elizabeth Keller, the Delaware Tourism Director, thanks so much for joining us today. I just want to uh, mention again a couple websites to visit. Uh, the tourism's website is visitdelaware.com. And Liz, you mentioned the Street Art Trails website, delawarediscoveries.com. Thanks so much for joining us today. You're doing great work and we'll pull through this. Thanks, Paul.